Are we hot? Yeah, we're hot. We're hot right now. We're very hot. It's very hot. <laughs> Got, super hot. I'm so, bothered. I'm so hot. So guys, so guys, we're we're growing, right, Doug? Well, I mean, we're growing. Yeah, we're absolutely growing. But that we could always grow faster. In my pants. Yeah, we, we could always grow faster. <laughs> so I have an idea. This is what I was thinking. Check okay. out, the, check out my idea. What is it? We make a bunch of flyers, and then we attach them to helium balloons and just let them go. And then they just randomly like it falls. You know, I lap. think so. That's a great idea. Wow. Probably get arrested for a littering. You know, just just to let you the. Think so? You don't is think that that's brilliant? Is that thing? a brilliant idea? I it's just, not very targeted either. I, was <laughs> thinking, I mean, you're going to do it over a nursing home. Well, what are you thinking? We could do this. I was thinking we could do well bottles. What do you mean? Bottles? Put them in like bottles and right. oh, yeah, yeah, send yeah, them out the to ocean. sea. So we start getting people across the sea. See, I was thinking about urinal cakes. That Ooh. way, you know, guys would Holy pee on shit. us. Pissing and listening and to we'd be like, pump. yeah, that's okay, you're done. How, how, about, how about some real solutions here? <laughs> Those aren't real solutions? What's your idea? Well, we do know. You know what I was thinking, though, about that urinal cakes? No, <laughs> yeah, check, yeah, yeah. check this out. Oh, what about the urinal cakes? No, listen, when you're, taking, when you're taking a piss, you are looking where you're peeing. Yeah, absolutely. That's what you I'm are saying. looking. Yes, at, and you're on your iPhone yeah. looking for podcasts. The yellow button. Am yeah. I right? Make it a yellow cake. Yeah, yellow cake. And then say, Pee here pee for mine on pump. the yellow button. That's fucking. Perhaps great. we should try something that's already been proven. That's well, what I'm telling well, you. Well, what were you thinking? Well, what I'm thinking about is what if I, we got. I know. Well, what if we paid someone to get a tattoo? <laughs> a tattoo? Yeah. Oh, like where? I like, had to be on like, right the on the forehead. forehead. Yeah, something yeah. like very visible. Like on the like like on or, the on the taint. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but no one's gonna see that. That's, yeah. Oh, fuck! Yeah. You're right. We need to do it on someone famous. You right. do that so they know. Right. Like, it have to be right. a hot no. chick. Paris Hill gets her taint tatted. Mind pump. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah a few <laughs> people taint get to see that yeah. for sure. Watch her spread her cheeks. It goes from mind to mind pump. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think these are all brilliant ideas. All right, uh, but what's your idea? Let's do something that actually works. All right, okay. and we know that. What are you talking? Are you trying to tell me my porn yes. ad idea didn't work? Is that <laughs> you're trying to tell me? All right, hold on. Uh, basically, is this, is this, this basically is Justin. About? Yeah, we yes, gotta let him go. Let him go. Cat go. Herder is back at it again. Okay, all, all right. right, all right. Meow. We know that iTunes reviews and ratings are the thing that pushes to the top, because there's something called what's hot on iTunes, and every time we get more ratings, more reviews, we get pushed up to the top of what's hot. We're up there with Jillian Michaels, the bulletproof executive. Finally, Jillian Hold Michaels. Hold on a second. I got, an, I, got, I got an idea. I got a great idea, guys. She's great. Check this out. I got a great idea. Mm. So there's a section. If you go to iTunes, there's a section that says what's hot. The way you move up on that section is by getting more reviews. Isn't that what Doug just said? Huh? Isn't that what Doug just said? I, I think you're reiterating exactly what Doug just said. Explain. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, is Sal, that your idea? But, but that was a great idea, Sal. <laughs> but Sal, <laughs> yeah. Sal well, can't let anybody have their own well, ideas. I'm going to give him credit he's, he's anyway, just for fun. Okay. <laughs> Feed the ego. So here's what I'm going to propose. All right, do it. If I can actually get a word in edgewise. Go for it. Yay. You got to be quick, Dougie. Another iTunes review contest. Now, uh, I want to put a deadline on this. Our last one went on for about a month, but this one's only going to go on for a couple weeks. I've set a deadline, September 8th. Put up your iTunes ratings and reviews. Any review that comes in that is top-notch, five stars, uh, we'll take the top three and send out T-shirts. Cool. Oh, what, yeah. if we, what if we did something where they have to uh, they have to creatively use the word cock three times at least inside the review? No. Mm. No. Yeah, it might not, not sure last long, that, right? Yeah. Yeah. No? Yeah. <laughs> we could, no, you don't like that? I like that Maybe, one. yeah. That I takes mean, talent to I do that. I see where you're going with that. That's, that takes that's talent creativity. To do that. yeah. All right, Mind Pump listeners, now you know what I have to deal with. <laughs> so, so, you know what? Just do me a favor. Go do some ratings and reviews on iTunes and just let me, you know, escape these 
crazed mind pump. Hyenas? <laughs> Do it. Doug's so funny. He holds back. He gets. Yeah, he, was, he wanted to call us a name right there, but he just, he's too nice. He he's, he's, he's warming up to it. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. So I was working out in the gym uh, the other day, and uh, I've only seen this happen one other time in my entire life. So there's a dude leg pressing behind me. With a, with a wife beater on? <laughs> no, oh. I'm the only one wearing a wife That's beater. That's right. I thought, wow, two people with wife beaters. No, I'm beaters. actually, I did see someone else with a wife beater the other day. I did see someone. And they did look kind of buffed. Did you and get I, his fist bump? I started a train. I yeah. saw this old Italian guy with a gold chain on wearing a wife beater, and I took everything <laughs> in me not to go take a picture with you him. Should have. And I was gonna, ah. I was gonna. I thought like oh God, this would be such a dick move, bro. You this. were uh, you were looking into the future. You saw Sal. me in the future. I was going to say this is a seventy year old Sal right here, but yeah. then I thought, you know what? Who knows? This guy could be like mafia related and get fucking killed for making <laughs> yeah. fun of him or something. That's so that's pretty like, racist. Probably a bad idea. So it's <laughs> a salami. So so this guy's working out. He's doing leg press, right? And uh, he does like two reps, and then he like I hear him rip one like right and then he locks it up and he gets up and he fucking goes straight to the bathroom oh totally sharded totally shit his pants oh no totally shit his pants you think so i guarantee you he shit his pants why would you run in the bathroom after a fart bro he did like three reps he did like three reps and i heard it like like i heard it rip and you know you know he can kind of hear the different type of fart yeah you can you can hear you can like no 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 no. it It wasn't a blower it wasn't a flapper adam it it was like a geyser (laughs) it was like a underwater (laughs) fart yeah it was Uh, wet and uh and then he took off real quick so um i think he shit his pants you know what i'm saying dude that's what i mean you got to take care of that before you start working out listen dude listen there's rituals and bro i've shit my pants before not in the gym but it does suck to shit your pants there's nothing worse you gotta throw you just gotta throw away the underwear i think i made someone shit their pants you kind of have to hide for a while too well you got to story adam yeah no you this, made someone shit their pants well I, you know there's probably a chance that he did i wouldn't be surprised so this weekend <clears throat> let me paint the story for you guys we're up in reno right this is my fantasy football draft there's 10 of us dudes we need a song it's fantasy uh, football yeah, doing my dungeons for and dra- adam and his friends <laughs> doing our dungeons and dragons Nerds. as justin says yeah this is my nerdy side uh, this this uh, fantasy football league has been going for almost ten years now. It is comprised of this. So there's there's ten dudes. There's half of us are my all my childhood best friends. We go all the way back to some of us before high school, and then the other five are one of my best friends' younger brother, who's three years younger than us, and all his friends. Now, when we grew up together and we were in high school together, we actually used to fucking get get into it back and forth. Like he has a bunch of like hard ass friends and then my buddies. And because we were older, they were always trying to trying to fuck with us. Yeah. And you know, it's like being the older guys and the older brothers and stuff. We kind of always put up with it, but they've, and we've always told ourselves like, you know, maybe these guys will grow up. Well, now we're all in our thirties, right? You know, even the younger guys are in their thirties and we're up here for this draft. Now the two of these five guys are, they, they party hard. They party hard. They get it out of control when they party. And I give them a lot of latitude. You know, like they're, they're the type of guys too. They you're start, merciful. You're a merciful <laughs> friend. Well, you're about to see how 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 long we'll my, my fuse is before I go, right? <laughs> yeah. So let me let it unfold. We we've, we've been drinking for a while. There's two strippers up in the room, and there's ten guys. So you now you can of course, in my of course. We're, we're up in my suite uh, at the Atlantis. That's a two to one ratio. That's a that's pushing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was supposed to be two more coming there, coming. Which oh, okay. You know, I thought we'll, you guys got the bargain deal. We'll, anyway, we'll, go ahead. We'll get to we'll get to that. <laughs> 
So they're they're in the, they're in the room. We're 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 doing our thing and uh, we're drafting, right? We're doing our in a, our draft. Now these guys, you know, it, the draft normally takes four hours, so it's like two hours in, and these dudes are just getting hammered. And Aye. at this point, he's doing <laughs> he's pulling his cock out and he's yeah. waving around in all the dudes' faces and stuff like that. He's wait, he's, he's wait, hold on, hold on, well, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Where no, this I, just I have to I have to explain. Justin's face shifted. He was. He had a normal look on his face, and then he said, "Oh, he's he's getting kind of crazy. He's waving his cock out at us." And just his face dropped. <laughs> well, I noticed that he was. Uh, I was losing him on my on this fuck? on this story, and I promise, if you stay with me on this story, that okay. it, it's it's quite the story here. So uh, don't get. I'm, try, not, I'm trying. When, when you say someone's getting crazy, I don't think into my that's mind. That's not the first thing. Pulling yeah, my dick out. Like, I mean, yeah. that is crazy. Yeah, guys, yeah. So we're we're in the we're in this room, right? This is, this is what's happening. He's getting drunk. He's pulling his cock out, being funny. So that and at this point all his buddies are, are you know, egging him on and it's it's all funny whatever you know what I'm saying like if that, that that's your thing you do that then he's also one of those guys too who starts kind of like slapping you in the face and poking at you like oh I hate that I, 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 I don't touch that. me I do not like to be touched oh. so he's doing that and I'm just I'm irritated but that's okay this is what he normally does and I'm you're the big it. guy you're oh, the one you're exactly, the target exactly yeah, so I'm gonna pick at Adam escalate that always escalates everybody likes to poke the bull but here's the thing I'm used to that we go back for almost 20 years so it's, this isn't getting me yet I'm mm-hmm. totally cool and fine right now right we also had this conversation last year when he was pulling this stunt which he's doing again he's smoking a cigarette in my non-smoking suite and he's fucking ashing it on the carpet like it's no big deal on intentionally not like he's trying to get a cool guy just smoking it blowing the smoke and then flip flipping it on the carpet wow and i'm just like this motherfucker but okay whatever he's wasted he's he's up on one so i'm just gonna let it go still let it go and then my host comes up my host is hella cool been with him for uh, over four years he takes care of all of us not only do i have like the top suite over here at Atlantis, but then all my buddies that came up with me all have their rooms comped. So this shit's all on my dime and on these and on my buddy who set this up for us. And he's a cool dude. He's younger. He's our age, and uh, totally knows all the craziness that's going on in the room and totally protects us. Make sure security or no one comes up. He'll call me on my phone if there's any real issues, like if we're too loud or something crazy. So he's up in the room and he's talking to my cousin. My cousin and him are good friends. They're right here to my left, just right to my side, so I can see him in the corner of my eye. But I'm focused up on the the fantasy draft. And remember I said, there's all these people here. It's kind of loud. And uh, all of a sudden I see my host storm out and it was kind of weird. I was like, that's weird. He doesn't normally do that. You know, he normally would say bye to me and he didn't say bye. He just walked out of my room and I look over to my left and I look at my cousin. My cousin has like this ghost white look on his face. And I'm like, what? Uh He goes, he goes, did you fucking hear that, bro? And I'm like, no, what happened? And at this time, the, the, my buddy who I'm talking about, that's acting all crazy is you know has moved his way over to the TV and where all the where the whores are at and he's hanging out ta- he's hanging out he's hanging out talking to them right and and I look at my cousin and I say what did he say he says bro he just walked over and stuck his finger in Ryan's face and said you're a fucking faggot wow and then and and then Ryan my host looks at him and was just like kind of confused and then and then he acted like he was gonna shake his hand and then he took his hand away, turned his back on him, and then and then looked back to him and was like, oh, you suck dick, bro. And I'm and then and then Ryan, like obviously probably feeling awkward. He, he crossed a couple lines there. Whoa. Oh a couple lines. Storms out of the room and leaves. And then my cousin's repeating this to me. And I So that's why you wanted to kill someone. Oh bro, I can't yeah. I, I came unglued. But you know what? I didn't fight him. It was this close to it. I yelled in the room. I stopped all the noise, shut everybody down, and told him to come sit his ass down like the little boy that he is right in front of me because I'm going to talk to him. And he was like, huh? And then I, you know, and of course I'm not going to scream on the radio right now. But I screamed at him and everybody like fucking stopped. 
dead silence in it. The strippers started cleaning the room all crazy. They're like wiping the counters down, <laughs> oh God, picking the trash up on the floor. Like, oh, they just, just, they just, but you know what? They were all calm and normal. Like on. it was crazy, dude. It was like crazy. All intense, all this testosterone going on. There's 10 grown men, two of these guys about to rip each other apart, right? And I'm just like yelling and chastising him. Tell him he needs to go downstairs, go to my VIP area right away. You ask for Ryan, you apologize, you make this right, or I'm going to fucking kill you. Bottom line, you do this now, right? And okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he goes and he leaves. But then he comes back. And after he comes back, he decides to take more shots, which just puts him over the edge. And then he starts talking shit to me. Oh. And then, and then, and then I just, and then I, I look. Somebody needs to go night, night. His brother is, yeah. <laughs> His brother, who's my best friend, is standing up and like and trying to calm him down because I got up. I hadn't got up yet. This whole time I'm doing this sitting down and yelling at him and stuff like that. I haven't got out of my chair yet. And now he's got me out of my chair. I'm standing up. And it's like I'm about to go train wreck this fucking kid. You know, and I stand up and my my best friend gets up right away and in the between the two of us and he looks at his brother and he's like, Hey bro. I can't help you on this one. <laughs> it's like I my my best friend who goes with me, we go all the way back till like I said, we were kids. And afterwards he looked at me and says, Bro, I ain't never seen you that mad before. And I was like, dude, I I haven't been that mad. I said, I can't believe all that much disrespect. And I said, I can I can put up with you disrespecting me. Like that, you know what I'm saying? I got a long but Yeah, but the, somebody that's taking care of you guys. Somebody or? that is taking care because you're you're potentially not only ruining the the night and the day for everybody and everybody's situation they're in right now, but you're potentially ruining something up, ruining something for me. For, what's 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 interesting about that story too is his choice of words, which is an incredibly inflammatory, derogatory uh, word. And this is coming from the guy who was pulling his dick out and waving it at dudes all night long. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's interesting. It, it was so immature too. So my buddy Ryan is also married oh, too. Freud. He, he's married. He's he's rock. He's rocking like a, he's suited and booted with like he's got this purple sick Burberry tie. And I mean the dude's like he's 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 on point. Like and and then of course my my redneck best friend's little brother doesn't know shit about style or clothing or anything like that and because he's wearing some purple decides he to call that, yeah uh, he says to say some shit like that uh, I'm just like dude idiot. you know purple's my favorite color <laughs> it is not I swear to god is it really it is I could see electric yeah. black purple's fucking awesome bro get you some purple sneakers yeah. I'll wear purple some, all day long some purple soccer shoes yeah there uh, you Pr- go. Prince used to wear purple all the time yeah. <laughs> Purple rain, yeah. purple rain. Well, that's a pretty fucked up story. Yeah, you, I don't like that. I'll tell you I what, dude. I don't I'll, like that I'm, at all. I'm proud of you though for not right for here. not going shit. Because let me tell yeah. you something, dude. I um you know I wasn't always like this. I really don't like uh vi- actually I've always not liked violence. But I I'd get in fights when I was younger, and um when I started training with guys who fought like in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and some top MMA guys, you know I you know I became friends with, I realized how much damage um you could do to somebody in a fight and i and and now it's like the last i mean you'd have to like you'd have to come at me for me to do something because my fear isn't necessary my fear really isn't of getting in the fight my fear is like okay if i hit you what if i really do something bad right to you you know what i mean because we're big dudes well that's that's my girl my girl is always freaked out of that she's like don't fight i'm like are you kidding me right now i'm not gonna get in a fight but if this dude comes over here he's gonna get wrecked right now and she's like i'm not worried about what's gonna happen to you i'm worried about you getting mad and doing too much like yeah well you're a big dude you could hit somebody and you could really do some damage what if you i mean people have died just getting hit once hitting the ground and hitting their head and you know to be honest with you like you know as as much as everybody thought i was probably gonna train or kill you i had already in my head like because i was so mad and i thought this is gonna happen right now I was so inferior that I was going to let him 
you know, you got 30 seconds as take everything you got on me right yeah. now. You got 30 seconds and I was, <laughs> yeah. was going to just let him slug away at me for like 30 seconds, dude. Just, and then, then I'm returning fire, bro. That's <laughs> return fire. Yeah. Well, that's, Damn. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Everybody, you know, like I said, I kept my, uh, I, I, me all tensed uh, up. Oh, no, I, I kept my cool and I didn't, and I didn't do anything, but I, I have to say that, I mean, at that point it was like something needed to be done. Like yeah. that, that was just beyond that's all the stuff leading up. Like I told you, see people you know? like that. I, I, I know people like that. Um, and, uh, especially when they drink, I don't know what it is about some guys that they just hate themselves. It's like, they're, it it's like, they're I know cool. Plenty it's, of those guys. It's like they're normal. And then they drink. And for whatever yeah. reason, the alcohol, they lash out at everybody. Yeah. It turns them into like major fucking assholes. And I don't yeah. know if it's because they're normally such pussies that they can't like let out their uh, their their emotions normally. So then the alcohol all of a sudden just everything just erupts because oh, they're so they're so restrained. They just hate themselves. And yeah. So they want to take it out on everybody else. Well, not, yeah. These these guys these guys are, are they were they, their whole lives they they got into brawls and fights. They were always quick to fight. They're not big dudes. They're, they're a smaller frame for sure. He's probably about 170 pounds tops. He's not a big dude at all. All of them are at that, which that's that, that's what drives me even more crazy. It's like, you know, and I know that if this hat were to happen, that you, I, I would whoop the shit out of you. I whooped the shit out of you when we were kids. You could probably like, hold and him. I'm like you, a hundred pounds heavier. Well, than I was going to say, you could, you could probably hold him down and make love to him if you wanted to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, and as, as when we were younger, oh, yeah. that's what used to happen. So yeah, what? When, we, when we were younger. <laughs> what? Whoa, whoa. They, 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 <laughs> they, they, Sorry. <laughs> that took a left turn. Minus the making love part there. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. But I would just hold him down when we were younger. Uh, you were younger, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you talk so much shit and you piss me off and I would just, you know, put you in a chokehold and lay on top of you and you can't do anything. Yeah. but you know you get me that mad I'm, so this reminds yeah. me of, of, a, of an episode idea that um, I had somebody was uh, I don't remember who I was talking to somebody was bringing this up but basically I'm sure you guys have experienced this but uh, I, I get this sometimes from clients too they'll start getting in shape you know someone comes to me 30 pounds overweight 40 pounds overweight they start to get in shape they clean up their diet they start exercising and then all of a sudden the people closest to them become like haters Oh, yeah, man. like they start hating on them. Yes, and I've experienced something very, very similar. So uh, let me let me tell you what's happened. So since we've started this show, and I don't know why what this what this necessarily means, but since we started the show, there's people that are close to me that kind of distance themselves mm -hmm. to me because, and I'm not quite sure. I don't know if they're. If they're I have a theory. Afraid, on that. afraid that I'm gonna like just fuck them off, and they're just already cutting the ties, or if they feel like I've. It's I've, funny because we were talking about this, and I've experienced a little bit you know, uh, of that myself. And, uh, it's just so strange. Cause like, I, at first I thought it was just cause, you know, I, I have two boys and, and I, my time is absorbed. I, to be honest, I don't even have time for like extracurricular <laughs> stuff right now. So I don't really get butthurt about it, but like, I see myself getting invited to less things like all the time now. And, uh, it's just kind of weird. It's like, what the fuck is this? Like, I, this I have is a strange. I have a theory on what's, this. What's your theory? Yeah, so I love it when you're the scientist. Yeah, right. Yes, this is cool. Well, you know, I, and I've been, I've been dealing Schools with this this for session. You know, the last I don't know year and a half or so, and it started for sure um, with the me talking about getting ready to compete and coming from fat to fit. I, I, my theory is that everybody loves an underdog. Everybody loves an underdog, always loves to hear, you know, the guy who's, you know, started off fat and gets fit or the guy trying to build a business and is working on it growing and nobody heard about it. Now it's a big deal. But here's what happens is everybody loves an underdog and wants to see you work from the bottom up. But then once you kind of start to achieve the success, then people start to, then it switches from like this encouragement to jealousy. And it's a really funny transition because there that's when you kind of know 
you're starting to make it, you know? It was like when I was going through the competing, I remember like, you know, first when I started fat, and everyone's was like, oh, this is so cool, you know? You're, oh, you're doing great, man. Oh, yeah, like cheering me Keep on every going. every month. They're like, oh, man, so awesome. And all the likes and shares and everybody all all a fan and happy for you. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to get into competing. And they're like, oh, wow, that's so cool. You're going to go from being the fat guy to competing. And then you get into competing, and it's like, oh, it's awesome. And then you work your way to national level and then become a pro. And then also when I became a pro, I was like, oh, are you going to be one of those guys now that you're a pro? You all of a sudden think you're better than everybody, and this—it's it's like, weird. What the fuck? You know what? Like, <laughs> why is this different than what three months ago? And when I was, you're dead to me. Yeah, I'm like I. Got, this well, there's is, this there's this old Sicilian saying, and it, if you, uh, you know, in English, basically what it what it means is, everybody wants to see you do well, but nobody wants to see you do better than themselves. Yes, exactly. It's an old it's an old saying, and it's mm-hmm. it, it's very it's very interesting to me. It's like a proverb for sure. Some, and I've noticed yeah. I noticed people close to me. It's like they're you know, and so I I can I and it's funny because I haven't really experienced this before, but I see it with clients when they go to try and get in shape, and all of a sudden their friends are trying to feed them shit and come on, eat some more of this, and who cares? And don't worry about it. Yeah. You can miss a workout. Oh, you can calm down. I and, mean, come on. So I have a, I have a similar theory. So I think part of what you're saying is true, but I think there's another part of it as well. I think that when you are working, when you yourself are friends with someone and let's say you're both out of shape, let's say you're both overweight and they start to get in shape, it now challenges you because now you now there's it's like this person close to me who has similar challenges to me can do it it's now making me revisit myself and I don't like it. I don't like uh, questioning it's a, it's a very good point. who I am and what's going on. So it's like if you work with people and you guys are busting your ass and you got friends that are working hard and then they see, start seeing you make a lot of money, all of a sudden to them, they're like, well, fuck, you know. Uh, what am I not doing? Yeah, and they don't like that. So instead of instead of questioning themselves, because nobody wants to own shit. Mm-hmm. Nobody owns anything, right? Well, they they want to blame it. Everybody. So instead of, instead, of bl- instead of owning it, they're just going to say something like, he got lucky. Or, oh, she, you know, she got obsessed or her husband left her. That's why she's losing weight. Or she has no life now. That's why she exercises. Yeah, I love that one. The no life. Yeah, no life thing. Right. And so for me, and so I think that's, that's a part of it. But I think what we might want to do for the listeners is to kind of teach them how to deal with the haters. (laughs) Because let's be, let's be honest here. Look, if you're into fitness and you're really into it, your goal is to look like, like not a lot of people. Yeah. You know, you're going to walk around looking really fit. You're not the majority anymore. Not yeah, at all. Not the masses. You're at the uh, you're at the top. You're you're the part of the echelon. small percentage. And yeah. you don't have to be a pro anything. You just be kind of lean and fit and you stick out. Oh yeah, you're out <laughs> you, of the ordinary. You right? are way out of the ordinary yeah. here yeah. in, you know, America, that's for sure. Yeah, so we, you know, we might want to tell I mean, I'll tell you what. Uh this is we go me and my wife will go to functions. We'll go to like school functions with parents and stuff. They watch me. Whenever they have food and stuff out, they'll watch me to see what I'm about to eat. Yeah. Or I'm not going to eat. And then if I don't eat, they'll be like, why don't you have some pizza? So I'll have some pizza. I'm like, no, 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 I'm cool. And the reason I'm not having pizza is because dairy fucks me up. It's not because I don't want pizza, but they think it's because I'm, I can't, I never eat pizza. And so they're always like, come on, you can yeah. have a slice. It's not a big deal. And it's like, it's funny because <laughs> uh, they're, they're, it's like people want to find, they want to see you fall. They want to see you stumble because oh, then it misery makes Misery loves company. It makes them feel better about themselves. Yeah. It's like, oh, cool. You know, we're all fuck ups. I mean, I don't know how else to, I don't know how else to explain it. So how 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 can people deal with these haters? Well, you said it. You said it really well, and and I believe this is pretty much true across the board. No matter what situation you're really in, when people uh, hate or talk shit about you, it's always a reflection of themselves. It really is. It's really uh, if I'm calling you stupid or fat or names or there's things like that. 
that is a reflection on something that I'm dealing with, whether it's completely directly related to that, that maybe I feel insecure about my weight and where I'm at, or I feel insecure about my sexuality, or I feel insecure about my success in life right now, whatever, whatever I'm talking shit to you about, that just shows that I've got some sort of insecurity dealing with that. And that's the way I like when someone is says something like that and they, and they kind of offend me, like when they're talking, that's the first thing I'm like, Oh man, this poor guy or this poor girl, like, they really have an insecurity with mm-hmm. that. Like they've got yeah. an issue. They feel the need to point that out to me. And sometimes, <laughs> sometimes if somebody continues to go that direction with me, I'll call it right out. Yeah. I'll, and, and, and I'll do it with a very calm personality where I'll say like, Hey man, I'm, I'm sorry that you feel insecure about that. And then of course they get all even more defensive, yeah, like defensive. insecure. What are you talking about? You're the weirdo that does easily that. Well, obviously if you find the need to point out something like that about my life, it actually shows a reflection of something going on in your life. So, mm-hmm. you know, I hope you're doing all right if you need anything from me and you just spin it on him, bro. Well, I've seen people get, you know, tripped up by it, you know, and um, for myself personally, I'll tell you something right now. Haters, they irritate me, but they drive me. Oh, yeah. Like when I have people hating on me, in my head, I'm just thinking, motherfucker, as soon as I leave this wherever I'm at, Man. I'm going to go grind even harder because uh, I'm going to prove you wrong. Or yeah, I, I they just, just turn into targets, basically. Completely. I mean, yeah. Anybody that says something. <laughs> and it's not like I hold grudges either because, like, for me, it's always been about what I'm doing, how I can better myself, like, what's going to get me ahead in life. And um, every day, how can I, how can I, like, look at myself and, like, uh, wh- you know, what can I do better? And uh, if, if somebody's going to, like bring me down to a negativity or, or say something that's going to like, um, you know, make me feel bad or whatever. Like I, I honestly will remember that and I'll remember the face or remember the time or something like that. And then I'll just remember that. And that becomes, the and that becomes the thing. Yeah. That becomes the driver. It, it could be some, something somebody said, you know, like, Oh yeah. Oh, you're going to do that. Oh, cool. Yeah. You know, it's like okay. a real snarky, you know, like a real like sarcastic kind of comment. And forever, I'm sorry, but you just burn that shit into my brain and I'm going to conquer you. <laughs> I love that. And I'm going to fucking stomp on well, you. Well, I think <laughs> that's that was a little added. Right yeah. And then I'm going to stomp on you. Well, yeah. I think if you're, if you're focused on a goal, if you have a goal, whether it be fitness, business, life, whatever, and that goal is really important to you, you have to be prepared for uh, things that the unintended things that you don't necessarily think are going to happen. You you know, you're bettering yourself and so you think everything's going to be better. Unfortunately, a lot of times you lose friends. Um, you know, there's people that you no longer want to hang out with anymore because they were either enablers or because they themselves now that you've seen the light and all of a sudden you're working hard and you're no longer a lazy ass or whatever. Mm-hmm. These people you hung out with that were degenerates now you're like, I don't have anything in common with you. Oh, that's yeah. true. And so be prepared yeah. for that. You have to be okay with with parting ways. And I and I I'm dealing with that a little bit myself. It's it's hard to do because um, you, you like a comfort zone. You, yeah, you yeah, like history. history yeah. A comfort zone that you know you share this common bond and and you can always reflect on that. But like it just it just inevitably happens where if you're you're pressing so hard to to move forward and uh you know you're just doing that all by yourself and it's all your own internal motivation and energy that you're putting into it it can be lonely it's lonely and and guess what it like you're by yourself and and you're going to find a whole new level that's waiting for you but you know, some people aren't going to be able to catch up to you. Well, and that's just the the nature of it. This kind of reminds me of an episode that we talked about a long time ago um, that 
this is something that's very, very close to home for me because I've lost uh, several best friends in the last, you know, five years. And a lot of that, um, it's, you know, it's hard because part of it eats me away because I'm like, oh man, you know, I lost another really good friend or someone who I would consider a really good friend. But, you know, part of why my circle, I feel like, continues to get smaller and smaller there's, and, and, I, and I'm a lot harder about letting somebody in is I've realized that I've gotten older, um, the qualities that I want in another uh, male friend that I, that I require now. And, and one of those being, um, you know, I want somebody who is, is going to lift me up. You know, and that it's, may sound silly mm-hmm. to somebody who's in their early twenties, like, yo, I want a buddy who's fun, who's gonna do this and do that. Like, I got lots of fun buddies. I got lots of buddies that want to go out and have a great time and this and that. I don't and they, need any more tough guys in my circle. Yeah, I'll right. Tell you that exactly. right now. You know, you know, I don't need any any more badasses <laughs> or someone who's gonna make me laugh all the time. Like, you, you know, what I want for a friend is I want a friend that ch- that challenges me and makes me a better me. And when when I'm successful, that I can celebrate that success with him, and he's truly grateful that I, that and, and happy for me for being successful, and vice versa. Like that's a very healthy dynamic and friendship. And the the more you continue to grow yourself, and you you start to realize that not a lot of people are very self aware. Very few people are are, are self aware and and realize how important it is for for personal growth. And to continue to grow themselves, and a lot of people think that growth is just like maybe reading more books or you know educating themselves further. But working on yourself is is huge, and I can always tell by a, another man or even a woman that you know that has a lot of self awareness and is is truly trying to be a better person day in and day out. You know, and you know, it's a, I'm so glad you said that because I find myself uh, more recently, I'd say over the last five to maybe seven to five years were the friends that I have, and, and I'm very close to these people. You know, it, it sounds like, and if you're listening right now, you're thinking, oh, you, you're just trying to find somebody that you'll benefit from. Not, no, it's not. It's because you have particular goals and you end up finding a connection with people that mentor you. Let me explain what I mean. Because I have lots of mentors and they don't know that they're my mentors. These are people that I'm friends with that I find something about them fascinating and I want to learn from it. I don't tell them, hey, you're my mentor. I'm gonna. It's just something about them that I find Fascinating, something I can learn from. I'll give you an example. I had a fr- I got a really, really good friend. He's he moved now, but he, he lived in the area for a while. One of my 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 very very good friends. His name is Bav, and um, he's he's English. He was from England, but Indian immigrant. And this guy is probably the most charismatic person I've ever met in my entire life. You could go into any room, and within two seconds, everybody's friends with him. And I don't. I, I've never I've never met anybody quite like this guy. I can go into a room and I can work a room. This guy blows me away. And so I would go out with this guy and he would mentor me without even without even realizing. I would watch and see how he was able to connect with so many people in, the, in a room. And it didn't matter where we were. He, he could do it with wealthy people, with people with lower classes, upper classes, uh, educated, uneducated. Um, anywhere we went, this guy made friends, old, young, whatever. And, you know, I paid attention. I watched what he did. And so we became very, very close friends. But the whole time... You know, he didn't realize it. He was teaching me quite a bit. And I did learn a lot about communication from this guy. And so, you know, now when I, and a lot of my friends over the last five to seven years were like this, where I found something about them that just very fascinating. And that's how I got the, I got that connection with them. And then they mentored me as a result. And I learned from it. Um, and those are the kind of people you kind of want to hang around with. Uh, and if you're growing, like Adam was saying, if you're working on internal growth, a lot of times you outgrow the people you were with. Absolutely. And it's sad. It's lonely. It, it, but you got to accept it. Otherwise, you don't go anywhere. Yeah. You know, um, it, what do they say to people who are trying to, you know, like stop drinking alcohol, right? 
you're probably not going to go. You can't go out with your alcoholic friends anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, that's an extreme case, but it's, it's very, very it's similar. Tough, yeah. No, it's, no, no. It's, like it's a very tough and, and the, to rip off. And the but, better you do, the yeah. better you do. The more successful you are, the more haters you're going to get. Yeah, it's yeah. just the way it is. That's it. So it's like, what do they say? If you've got haters, you're doing something right. Yeah. You know, it's just the way it is. So. And, the, and those friends within those circle that you know, and I, hater maybe be a strong word, but maybe you don't think of your best friend or one of your good friends as technically a hater. But you'll start to notice their true colors come out as you become successful too. And and a really good friend, like I said, they're going to be encouraging and truly happy for you. Mm-hmm. And you could tell. And and I mean, you're everybody. Everybody listening, uh, you're either in denial about it or you just you 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 see it and you just haven't done anything about it. But you know, you can feel when someone is genuinely. Uh, happy for you and encouraging you versus a superficial fake yeah. happy for you. And that's a big deal. Somebody might just brush that on the rug and just be like, oh yeah, no, that's my girlfriend or that's my my buddy. He's always not, you know, I can't ever really talk about business with this and that because he gets jealous or this. That's not a good friend to have around because no. you're going to continue to progress if you're somebody who's successful or trying to become successful and you need to be surrounding yourself with other people that are like-minded, as successful or more successful than you. And when I say success, it doesn't always translate into dollar amount. Like I said, it could be personal well, Whatever your growth. definition of success yes, is. Yes, it could be it could be right. it could be somebody with personal growth or like what Sal said, somebody who yeah. has this unbelievable charismatic personality that you just are so fascinated by. I'm the same I am the exact same way. I attach myself to people that I find extremely talented in areas that either one, I already think I'm pretty talented in, and they're even more beyond talented than I am. And I'm fascinated by that. And I see that and I go like, God, what is he doing or that I'm not doing to be that charismatic or that smooth or that good at what he does. I want to attach myself to that person. I want to, I want to learn and I want to grow and, I, and you know, and then maybe in, if it's a mutual relationship, he gets something from me, you know? So uh, very, very important, I think, into to, to growing successful and continue to be successful. Well, I'll tell you what I have. You know, I've I've got friends. I've been uh, family. I've, so so my my best 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 friends are my cousins. We grew up together. We're family, but we're you know like anything else. You know, if you have close friends, they're like family also. You know, it's interesting when they when I see them succeed. Uh, I feel zero jealousy, but what I do do is I want to learn from what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And this is this is different now. You might have a friend that sees you successful in doing something. And they might ask you how you're doing it and be genuinely interested in being in, in kind of learning from you. That's a good person. Not because they're following you, but because there's no jealousy there. Yeah. They just want to know. You know how you know when someone's jealous? When you're doing something that they want to do, but they don't ask you about it. Yeah. Like, like they want to lose weight. You're they getting, brush it off. Yeah, they're they like, change the subject. Yeah, what do yeah. you oh I don't care what you're doing. Yeah, and yeah. it's because they don't they they're just they have that that they're haters. It's it's just and there's a lot of there's more haters than there are not. Yeah. And it's yeah. very, very sad. You know, it's funny, uh, Adam, before me and you ever met. The one thing I knew about you um, that people used to say we both had in common was that, you know, you, um, from what people would tell me, is you would try, when people wanted to learn from you, you were very open to teach. You would spend your time with them and show them with no monetary gain or anything like that, right? And a lot of people are like that. If you find someone that's successful, that's doing well, and you want to learn from them, just ask them. Yeah. You know, hating doesn't really get you anywhere. Even look, even us, even us who a lot of times will hate on people jokingly. Mm-hmm. We always if they're doing something well, like, look, we'll talk about shreds, right? We hate on shreds all day long. But at the end of the day, what do we always say? Oh, shit. They're, I'd be the they're marketing f- right. They're doing be, something right. I would be the yeah. first person to say I'd love to sit down and have a lunch with Arvin. 
yeah. know what I'm saying? The, the guy who created it or the CEO of, of, the, of Stretch. Because, right. you know, regardless if I'm not a fan of your product, regardless if I don't like how you do things. They're doing they something right. a different yeah. direction. I've That's gotten, the only reason. Yeah, got mad respect totally for respect somebody who's the, successful. Yeah. Man. You can't hate respect that. Respect the business, yeah. you know, and the, and the effort and the sweat it takes to, to build something like that. It's, uh, it's ridiculous. Absolutely, dude. I, I 100% feel that way. And, you know, Sal talks about... Uh, you know that there's a reason why I am like that. I felt like when I was when I was coming up, and I had a very similar person. I had this from a very uh, very young age. So a lot of times when people ask me, you know, if you could pick one thing that you attribute your success to, what would it be? And you know, at a very early age, I learned that I should attach myself to other successful people, and I was not afraid to ask questions. I was not mm-hmm. afraid to be humble and 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 admit that you know more than I know, even if it was a field that I'm supposed to be really smart in. I'm the first one to ask a question about fitness, even though I'm supposed to know all this stuff in fitness. I'll still ask questions because mm-hmm. that's how you grow and learn. So I did that a lot, and you know, there was some a lot of times I ran into some people that were successful and then would, because maybe we were really close and I'm still asking questions and like maybe in success, they would uh, shun me out or they wouldn't, you know, open up to me or share with me or they blow me off. And like, that really hurt my feelings. Cause I was like, man, I'm, I'm not asking you these questions so I can be better than you. Like I want to be better as a person, you know, a better as a trainer. And mm-hmm. you know, that's really frustrating that. And, and you have other gifts that you could give them, yeah. right. As far as like how they could learn and, and, you know, achieve more personally. So it's just like, yeah, it's this it's this thing that people I don't really understand it at all with being shut off from other people that are successful. Like how are you ever going to advance like without yeah. networking properly with people that are doing things the right way and uh I mean if you if you're just going to learn everything yourself, you know, good luck. You know, but you know what that those same people though. I mean, and I'm talking and I there's a few in my head right now because they they made impressions on me when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, we we are far beyond any of them, and I knew that I knew that would happen because I re- I saw that in them already. That like, wow, you find this is something competitive, and you have an you feel threatened, and you don't want to share with me. And then I made a promise to myself: I will never be that way, no matter right. how successful I am. If there's somebody who's coming up and they want time for me, and it's related to fitness, and they need help, and they want, I will I will stay after work. I will spend time with them, and how I just. I, I I wish that everybody did that for me when I was growing up and I didn't get that all the time. And so I always made that promise to myself that anytime somebody uh, wanted knowledge or wanted help when it came to things like that, that I would always, I would always bend their ear. For What's sure. that Zig Ziglar quote? Absolutely. Something like, uh, if you get, uh, get as many people as you can to get what they want and then you'll get what you want. That's very, very true. Like yeah. you help enough people, you know, uh, do better themselves. Right. It, it raises you up as a it, result. It raises you. So, you know, what this is reminding me of, this is pretty funny. So I have uh, younger cousins and a younger brother, and they're uh, let's see how much younger they're about seven years, six seven years younger than me, and uh, you know I've been married for a long time, but I'd go out with these guys, and these guys at one point were all single. Now they've got some of them got girlfriends, but before they were all single, and I'd go out with them and I'd watch them try to pick up on on women in the bars and clubs. Funniest shit you've ever seen in your life because. <laughs> These guys were young and they would just cock block each other <laughs> all fucking day long. Right. Like they were hating on each other. So one guy would talk to a chick, the other guy would come in and try and cock block and pull her. And at the end of the night, nobody nobody nobody, yeah. gets any. nobody got yeah. anything. Right. And so me, me and my other cousin, who, you know, also got married young, we'd sit down with them and we'd talk to them and say, guys, if you guys try you will get you will get <laughs> excuse me, but if you try to get your buddy laid, you'll get laid. 
Like if you guys try to help each other out and don't worry about yourself, everybody's gonna have a good oh, time. That's true. Yeah. And I remember the day it clicked when we were all out and they were out, and then they started kind of helping each other. So he, you know, you'd be talking to a girl, you know, uh, I'd walk up and I would pump you up to her, like, oh, this guy, you know, yeah, and I wouldn't say nothing about me. <laughs> First time they did that, it was beautiful. I mean, yeah. everybody brought. They, he they, told you about his twelve. Women were dick. all over. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. well, <laughs> well, and let, let's be it's honest. And this, it's it reminds me of that. It's like you try to hate on other people. Yeah. You're not going to get. Don't well, cock. It's an anaconda. Let's be honest. Stop I, cock we have we have tons of women listeners. If there's women listening right now, think of what's more attractive. You see a guy, two guys fighting over you, and you're a beautiful, attractive woman, and you see that total turnoff for most women. But I see a guy comes up, an attractive guy comes up to this attractive girl, and you start talking to her, and instead of like hitting on her aggressively. You're talking about your good buddy and you're talking about all the great qualities about them. To show that humility is such an attractive quality for yeah. most women, especially when they know they're a beautiful woman. They know most guys that approach like that, their intention is going to hit on. I see a girl smart. She sees yeah. it coming. Especially if you're approaching in, a, in an atmosphere like that in the bar, the gym, the sees this guy beelining towards oh, you. It's such like, a great approach. Oh, it is. It, it always it, works, man. It, it, it does. I mean, I knew the wizard would come out with the, yeah. with the, with the <laughs> elaboration sure. on that. We haven't had, we hadn't had a, a, a good wizard uh, story in a while. So that was, we'll have to come back yeah, to that. No, no, that, that's, that absolutely used to, I, I mean, I have buddies that we, used to intentionally do that for sure we would set that up where you know hey you tell me who you like i like okay? right and then i'm i he's going to talk to the girl i like he i'm going you know to talk what? to the girl you he ever likes. used to just make up personas <laughs> <laughs> just the other guy bro I totally did dolphin trainer yeah. i uh <laughs> i like a scottish accent i um I, you know i'm more and more in real the more and more we have episodes where the wizard comes out the more and more i realize that a bar represents life yeah. Like everything, everything yeah. in there, you know, like haters, cock block, yeah. you know, but it's, it's all, it all, it all, it makes perfect sense. We need to do like a, yeah. like a scientific study on this, like a documentary, go into a club and just, yeah. just apply Let's take it some it. shots of knowledge. Yeah. Well, what do you think? There's a lot of, there's a lot of moving parts and stuff going on inside <laughs> oh, yeah. of yeah inside there's, there's a lot energy of, there that needs to be transferred a lot in of certain places a people a lot of people are saying? in there for different intentions and stuff like that too you know that and i i think it, it, it takes a really intelligent person to walk into a club or a bar scene and and to be able Have to kind of, figure it out yeah to figure yeah. it out like i always tell people like right. what you you're going to pick up on the you go see these group but here's here's a here's a little note for you guys that go out to clubs trying to pick up girls if you go to a club and you see, you know, five hot chicks and they are just, they're out, it's, it's Saturday night or what that, and they're just dancing with each other, just the five girls yeah. having, and they're hot and they're having a great time. Yeah. Don't talk to them. Exactly. Don't, yeah. they they don't, are, don't they even are, fuck with they them. They are not there no. to dance with your ass. No, they're, 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 they're just, they just want to dance. They just want to dance and they want to have circle. fun with their, they do not want to see your goofy ass come up and try, cause you know what, they're, they're going to turn you down, they're going to talk Sissy shit about you when you walk away. I don't, <laughs> I don't care how smooth you think you are. You know, now you go to the bar on Tuesday night and there's a girl drinking at the bar by herself. <laughs> She's ready. She you're that's already closed. Probably there's there's you pretty much can Hopefully just, you get it before she's a little ooh, Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean yeah. obviously she's there for a reason on a Tuesday night having drinks. And the, I mean the best thing you possibly do is just have good conversation with her and you're probably gonna do pretty well. So yeah. Yeah. you know, knowing your surroundings is it's it's pretty smart. So and I think a lot of guys don't have that social awareness to be able to see that and go like you know, oh, wisdom. Yeah. It's wisdom. If we could just end every episode with the, like some wizardly wisdom, wizardly <laughs> wisdom. I'll I think try. We would, I Hashtag. Think, I think. I think we would blow up so fast. I, I'll, yeah. I'll try, but my poor girl, she always gets on to me like that. You know, can we keep it easy on can the road? Because it's like on the way out. Can you just put it in a book and yeah, be over with I it? I know. I'm yeah. on my way out today, and my girl kind of gets to that. Um, can we? We'll, can we'll we, start pressing Adam to write a book. Can we tone down the say, opposite Sal? sex today or uh, like that? And I'm like, all right, all right, babe, I'll do yes. this. All right. Oh yeah. Don't forget before we leave here uh 
uh, rate us and leave reviews on iTunes. Get us our rank, get our rankings up so we can get more uh, more listeners. Yeah, right? and we appreciate too you guys doing little shout outs to other um, you know podcasts. Oh yeah, we love you. Yeah, so that's been awesome. We love you for sure. I guarantee I'll make Doug give you a shirt too if you find a way to put three cocks in the review. Just saying. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.